Who has kissed the most boys? Oh, definitely Lily. Do you want me to guess? I ha- yeah, guess. I'll go seven. Okay, let me just, I have to count on my fingers. Hang on. I have to think about who they are. <laughs> Can you still count on your fingers? Yes, Vicky. Good. Oh my God. You are listening to Gee Thanks, a Spotify original podcast. I'm Lily. And I'm Georgia. Oh my gosh, we talk about so much in this episode. Can you believe it, G? No. <laughs> we talked about so much in this episode. We revealed our favourite Christmas memories, you know, the, how many boys that we have kissed over the years and that time that dad ditched us to watch a footy game. I honestly still haven't forgiven him for that, but just listen in and you can hear all about it. And I'll tell you what, if I hear Wham's Last Christmas one more time over the bloody radio in the supermarket, I'm going to crack it. Like we need some new we need some new Christmas songs. Yeah. Like Ariana Grande's new Christmas song with Mariah Carey and Jennifer Hudson. Uh, it's called Oh Santa. <laughs> and it's, oh, it's so catchy, a little bit naughty. Not I haven't really. heard it yet. Yeah, look, it's a good one. It's a good one. What I've been listening to lately is the remake of Baby It's Cold Outside. Instead of the man trying to get the woman to stay, like, Baby It's Cold Outside, stay, the woman's actually saying, no, I want to stay, and the men's going, no, no, piss off. (laughs) (laughs) And it's really funny. I don't think our mum would really like our taste in music. In In our modern Christmas songs. Yes, exactly. And we have her here today. Introduce yourself, Vic. Hey everyone, I'm Vicky, I'm Georgia and Lily's mum. And of course we wanted to get Mum Vic on for this episode because we're talking all things Christmas, childhood memories and what's more Christmassy than having your mum on the podcast. (laughs) So many of our listeners know of you mum but they don't know of dad. When you Google Georgia Production and Lily Grace's parents, it just comes up with Vicky and then no answer for for dad. (laughs) It actually said... The father is unknown. Yeah. So everyone at work was just ripping into me about <laughs> that. <laughs> the father is unknown. Even though he like he comes on videos all the time. Yeah, mom, he, he's on your videos more than what I am. Mum must have just had a bit of fun in her early years before we were born. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. How does it make you feel, Mum, when uh, people want to know, want to hear from you? Amazed. I can't believe it. But yeah, very flattered. Yes. I find it weird. <laughs> <laughs> of course you do. It's just weird. You're my mum. Like, I don't know. I and feel like people get very invested in us and, like, it's, it's you're my mum, yeah. not anyone else's. Yeah, and know. people people say that I sound a lot like mum on the phone, Ugh. which I, I can't hear it, but maybe that's just because, I don't Cause know. Because you don't go, hello. <laughs> Whenever you pick up the phone, she has a phone voice. Hello. hello. <laughs> oh, Karen. Nice nice to hear from you again. I haven't heard from you in Lily, so this, this episode isn't about ripping into mum, all right? Calm down. Yeah, that's that's every day. Uh, so speaking of not, you know, making fun of mum, we are about to grill her on who she knows best. So we've set up some questions and she's going to have to try her best to answer them. And if you don't know them, then that's pretty embarrassing because yeah. you are our birth giver. Yes, so here you we raised go. us. <laughs> <laughs> who is more of a wild child? Lily, definitely. Yeah, I agree with that. And why is that, Vic? You're the younger child. The younger child's allowed to do everything first. Yes, Lily, you are the wild child of us too. And I agree with that. I really believe that the second child is more relaxed because you're more relaxed. You know, your parents are more relaxed because they know what to do with you. Think about it. You got this like little 
alien thing that's just come out of you. You're like, what do I do? I got to protect this with my life. Like this, it's screaming, like it's crying. I got to change it. Like your first child yeah, is like so much more like pedantic about it. And and you, yeah, you helicopter around them and you worry about them. The second child, you're like, I've done this before. Yeah, you're I def- definitely feel like you as a kid, you definitely took more of mum's attention just because like you were more of a a worry wart and I just was like <laughs> chill because I had to be kind of thing yeah <laughs> it's kind of like yes you had that like extra protectiveness over me mom but I also found the other day when I was going through old photos I don't know if I've already said this so stop me if I have in some old like old photo albums I found this one like it was not it was not a photo album but it was like a scrapbook a baby that, book a baby book that yeah. you had to fill out Yeah. Like, you know, when did she uh, first tooth come through? When did the belly button fall out? Kind of things like that. And you had written in such detail, like, of of mine. And poor Lily. Poor Lily. She had a few, like, you know, photos not even stuck in there, just like slid in the pages. The the book's not even finished. That's that's actually why I didn't have any more kids because I wouldn't have had time. I didn't have time. Poor Lily, when we moved into our new house. (laughs) Mine was was so thought out. It was so beautiful. And Lily's was just like this. Like, you know what? I think I was neglected. There was hardly anything written in it. You know what? I think I was neglected a little bit as a child because one time I ate a mud wasp and it took it took enough time for me to actually be eating it until someone realised I was eating a mud wasp. So, Oh, you're so neglected. Yeah. Like I said, that's why we didn't have three or four or five kids. You really do bring that mud wasp up quite a lot. Really. I know. Look, it's, it's you haven't a traumatic let it go. time. Is that all you've got? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's all she's yeah. got against you. I think I did a good job. <laughs> So if anyone is a second child like me or a middle child syndrome, please send in your neglectful stories to gthanks at thisisamplify.com and we can commiserate and relate together. Next question, who had the most boyfriends? Well, it depends what you classify as a boyfriend, doesn't it? I'd have to say Georgia, right from primary school. You had a little boyfriend in year six. Year 10, there was another one. I got a round of it in primary school. I was breaking those boys' hearts left, right and centre. Never kissed any of them. I was still breaking their hearts. Georgia, you had one in year six, one in year ten that you, I think, held hands with, if that. Yeah, no. And then one love interest in year 11, who also, I think, you just held hands or... Didn't even do that. Or fist bumped. Fist bumped occasionally, high-fived every morning. To me, I've only ever had one real boyfriend. Insane. True. Yeah. True. Okay. But like, technically... But technically, you, you asked me. Yeah. (laughs) Vicky, who has kissed the most boys? Oh, definitely Lily. (laughs) I've kissed one boy. Yeah, I didn't want to say it, but that's okay. Do we want to say numbers, Lily? Do you want me to guess? Yeah, guess. I'll go seven. Okay, let me just, I have to count on my fingers. Hang on, I have to think about who they are. (laughs) Can you still count on your fingers? Yes, Vicky. Oh, my God. Two, three, four, five. Good to know they've meant a lot to you if you can't even remember them. (laughs) Five. Six, seven, eight, nine. I was close. Oh, she almost close. went to toes. <laughs> <laughs> I think close. nine. Oh, shit, ten. Sorry, ten. Ten. <laughs> See, I know about seven. It's one. It's, it's, it's almost ten nil. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not actually judging you. I, if anything, I'm just proud of you that you've got, like, confidence and you like, free-willed. Well, like, it's usually yeah. – I never make the first move. It's no. never me. <laughs> never. Are you kidding? Never me. No. And we're too glorious. Everyone just comes running through the door. No, that's not what I'm saying. This boy is throwing themselves at me left, right and centre. That is not what I'm saying. I'm saying that I would not have the confidence to go and kiss a guy. I wouldn't. 
be able to do that. It takes two to tango, Lily. <laughs> yeah, like I kiss them back, but they kiss me first. Which sibling lies more often? Ooh, well, I don't think either of you lied. That's what you tell me. Or is that a lie? No. No. We um, don't lie a lot. I think Lily. <laughs> I literally have a panic attack if I lie to you because I feel that guilty. I'm, honestly, I don't. I don't even know where it's come from. Maybe she's like injected it. us with mm. something when we were asleep once. It's like, you know that you know that truth serum in like yeah. Harry Potter that like makes you tell the truth? <laughs> no, nah, I've guilted you into it. Yeah, you really have. Yeah. If I don't tell you every single thing, like every little little thought I've had or like experience, like I feel bad. I feel yeah, like I'm too. lying it's, even though I'm not. Even though you, we, you don't have to share everything with your parents. Unless you've killed someone, you should probably tell your parents. No. Mm. <laughs> I, I don't, like I don't want to know that. Yeah. The, body, the body's in the garage. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let dad deal with that. Who is more sensitive? I feel like Lily. It's just it's, Lily. It's Lily. <laughs> <laughs> Lily is definitely more sensitive. She's a crier. She, yep. She's been a crier <laughs> since she was a kid and she's still a crier. You could fill a bath with the amount of oh, tears yeah. <laughs> that, I've, that I've cried in just the past months. Yep. Just the past couple months. Past five months. <laughs> Fill a bathtub, I reckon. She's out from under the blanket now, though. I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah I'm she's happy. out from under the weighted anxiety blanket. <laughs> that <laughs> was supposed to be mine. I had, I had, well, there you go, Lily. You got something of your sister. I know. If you've been listening to the podcast, you would know that the past couple of months have been a bit tough for me. And Mum was trying to make it better. She bought Georgia a like weighted blanket. It's supposed to be really good for anxiety because we both have anxiety. And I had wanted one for a while. And she bought it for her for Christmas, but I was going through a lot. And Mum was like, you know what? Lily needs it more than you, George. <laughs> so she gave it to me. <laughs> and I have been living under that for a couple of months. But, but we're I, out of it now. It and now Georgia needs it. It wasn't even like that. She guilt tripped me into it. She's like, George, Lily really needs it. And I just, like, there wasn't an option. I had to say, okay, whatever, give it to her. The eldest one always has to give things <laughs> for the youngest one. I remember watching a home video of, like, Easter time and we were picking up the eggs in the Easter egg trail and you just kept giving them to me. And yeah, I just kept like, taking them. <laughs> I was such a giving. Here go, Lil. Here go, Lil. Here go, yee I couldn't say L's. yee That was my nickname. Who is more independent? Lily. <laughs> Although George is moving out soon, so we'll see how that goes. Yeah, yeah. Who's who's more Mama's girl? Used to be Lily. I don't know. Maybe you now, George. Yeah, it's definitely Georgia. Do you remember Lil when you're at like in primary school and you oh, used yeah. to have to wave to me? Like <laughs> when I was backing out of the driveway, her bedroom window looks onto the driveway, and she go, "Mum, Mum, wave to me, wave to me when you're backing out of the driveway and going to work." And I would feel so guilty if I forgot to look up and, and if wave you to you. I had the worst day. I now, do you used remember to ring, that. You used to ring me on my mobile and say, you, or text me, "You didn't wave, Mum. You didn't wave." <laughs> the guilt was real. <laughs> she she made you feel guilty over the smallest like. I still feel guilty Things. about that. that. Well, it was really it, important to me. Lily, you were such a manipulative kid. That, that is oh, so I'm, mean. I was a shit child. I'm not, I do not, I do not deny that. I'm oh, not. you're a beautiful child. Whose room is cleaner? Neither. Um, Georgia, if I had to pick one. Georgia's gets cleaned up more. Yes. They're both, <laughs> they're both messy, but Georgia cleans up more. Currently, whose room is cleaner? Lily. Oh, That's mine. Georgia. What? I, think. I cleaned up yesterday. Not well. Okay. You're See, this is what this is what annoys me is that I do a chore, I clean up my whole room. Mum comes in and goes, "Oh, you've made a star." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it 
pisses me off. I'm like, no, I'm finished. I spent all day vacuuming and mopping my room. Mopping. You I made don't know. a start. Um, so, you've made, you made a start. It's so, it's so like downgrading. Yeah, no, it's like, encouraging. Okay, I cleaned the whole kitchen. I unpacked the dishwasher, cleaned my room and vacuumed the whole house. But yeah, I made a start. Made a start. It's always Because that. I didn't dust the windows or and something. And then it makes you unmotivated the rest of the day. You're like, oh, I will not clean again. Yeah, or if you've started doing something without being asked and then mum comes in and doesn't see you do it and then asks you, hey, can you clean the bathroom when you're already about to start and you, you just lose motivation. Yeah, you like, just oh, don't do it anymore. Oh, shit, she told me now. I can't <laughs> do it now. I can't do it without the credit of doing it myself. Who is more organised? Lily. What? I am. She is. With my life. Which sibling starts the most fights? That's hard. For the listeners, they're pointing at each other and I'm really indecided because it depends on the day. So maybe Georgia. Oh, my God. It's so wrong. It's so not. Now we're going to start a fight. (laughs) No, let's just let's move on. (laughs) Cut. Who will get married first? Oh, maybe Georgia. Yeah. Mm. I reckon Lily's too too picky. Uh, Who will get pregnant first? Lily. Yes. She loves babies. I want one now. I walk past like a little baby's clothes in Big W and I say something like, oh, I can't wait to have a kid. Mum goes, not yet. As, as if I'm actually planning on it. Who is the most outgoing? Um, depends on the situation. You both can be. Georgia can be like the life of the party and, and gets a lot of attention, but then Lily's more confident in some other situations. So you've, you've both become more outgoing, especially Georgia, as she's got older. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You've redeemed me. <laughs> <laughs> I had to give you one, George. Who's the better driver? <laughs> me. Um... Who got who's, two, who's speeding, got two fines? speeding fines lately? Excuse me, who's crashed their car multiple times and crashed my car once? You can listen to all the details about our car crashing stories in episode two with the Mesha twins. We talked all about it. Now that we have our mum on the podcast, we wanted to talk about a story we've told uh, and we wanted her opinion and we wanted her reaction on the podcast. <laughs> so in episode 13, Georgia disclosed a little secret um, of my mum's that one Christmas year she didn't have enough presents for us so she thought because she just bought us gift cards so she rewrapped gifts Georgia was already given from fans at a meet and greet. Because she um, thought I hadn't seen them yet. <laughs> what would you like to say about that, Vic? Redeem yourself, go. In my defence, I listened to that podcast with horror that you would actually <laughs> share that story. I like to have a little surprise and for anyone listening out there, I don't know about you guys out there, but my two still like to have a Santa bag and they still like to have a Santa stocking. Yes. And so when you're just giving some gift cards, even though the value might be a lot, there's nothing to open on Christmas Day. There's no surprise there from Santa. So in my desperation on Christmas Eve, I was like, oh, there's nothing. There's just some gift cards and and things. There's nothing to go in the Santa sack or the Christmas stocking. So I went into the cupboard. Well, there was some lovely things that you hadn't yet got to. When you say opened, I'd seen them. I just hadn't opened a candle. Sorry, you'd opened (laughs) them, but you hadn't yet used Used it. You hadn't used it. You'd opened it, appreciated it. But I thought, oh. That's been six months. You've forgotten. So I put it into the Santa sock so there was something to open. No, I but like, it was. A, it didn't work. I appreciate the thought. It yeah. was a good thought. But I just, even if it wasn't like from George's fans, I'd still, it, it, it just wasn't you. 
Like, I would just know it wasn't from you because you gave me this really expensive body butter and packet. Like yeah, and package. just. And you know what? You're the type of person to buy me some head and shoulders on occasion, and that's a special treat. Yeah. So. <laughs> The fact that you bought me the body shop, like all this nice like scrubs and stuff, I was like, you know what? I just feel like that's something that mum knows that I wouldn't value. Mum loves a bargain. Me. She's not a cheapskate. She just loves Love a bargain. bargain. Mind you, she could put a rock in a box and I'd be happy. <laughs> so, Do you know what, an Georgia? An avocado. Thanks. <laughs> I remember one of your first Christmases and you were two or three and I'd wrapped up all these little things because same. I love a surprise. I love yeah. watching you unwrap. And I had a whole like Santa sack of just little things and you, you got to about five things and you were like exhausted and, and you were like, <laughs> and you just left them in the, in the you didn't even open them, <laughs> which I wish it was like, I wish more people, I wish you were like that today. Aww. Like you just appreciated what you had, you just played with what you had and it was, it was really cute. Remember that time someone came to the door for your birthday, you were given a birthday present by mum and dad and our auntie came to the door with, with a birthday present, you go, but I already got one. I, I know. That I already was, got a present. I already got a present. That was beautiful. That Aww. was your third. That was your third birthday. That was Georgia's peak. And yeah. <laughs> she was very grateful when she was three. Uh, excuse me. I feel like I'm, I'm still <laughs> yeah, a grateful you are. person. You are. Well, what about me? We're just talking about you guys. There were years where I said, all I want for Christmas is, could you tidy up your room? Could you could, get along? Could you get along and be nice to one another? And I pack put, the dishwasher without being asked. Yeah. I put that on my Christmas list for about five years. And it, I never got my Christmas wish. <laughs> so now I've actually put concrete things like buy me a voucher for a massage or a, a nice dinner out with dad or something like that. Well, we can't disclose what we're getting you on the podcast, mum, because Christmas is right around the corner. It has to be a surprise. I do like a good surprise. Although Georgia's not very good at keeping surprises because mum and my Christmas present were just laying on her bed um, <laughs> the other day just in full full light. I just, I already know what I'm getting. Again, my bedroom is not a communal space. Wasn't <laughs> expecting everyone to gather and have a little, you well, know. Well, the bags were out. And I'm like, oh, what did you buy today? And she goes, mum, that's your present. Get out of it. <laughs> you have to get good at hiding things. You won't be able to be a parent until, right, until right. you get good at hiding didn't things. didn't expect to hide it. And Georgia actually talked to me about my Christmas present. She goes, oh, you know, silk pillowcases are really expensive, you know. <laughs> and I was like... <laughs> Well, don't tell me what you got. She goes, oh, no, I, like, I'm not saying I got it. Like, I'm just saying they're expensive. And I'm saying, like, you can only really get them, like, uh, one pillowcase at a time. So, like, would you want two or one? <laughs> I'm so glad you said that because I thought that was for me. And I thought, oh, God, I'm going to sweat on that. I do not want a silk pillowcase, but I'm going to have to pretend I like it. You can only get one at a time. So, would you? is one okay? I mean, I'd like them to match, but okay. One silk pillowcase? Well, I'm kidding you more. Here's your silk pillowcase. <laughs> Our family has a couple Christmas traditions, or I would like to think that we do. I made this Christmas tradition of us putting up the tree, and I swear, I, I, you have to have Christmas carols on, and the whole family has to be there to put up the tree. And if not, I'll throw hands. High five Christmas uh, high album. Five Christmas. That was a big hit Bit in our house. Bit of wham. Can we also talk about the Christmas ornaments that we made in kindergarten that we still have? No, no, I threw them out about two years (gasps) ago. What? No, they haven't made an appearance. I actually threw something out. (gasps) Process. Vicky, look at this. (laughs) Improvements. 
I'm sure everyone has that one ornament from kindergarten that's just like three paddle pop sticks yep. in the shape of a star yeah. with, their with your face photo in, in the, the middle, middle. Yep. <laughs> and some glitter and glue stuck on it. Like definitely everyone has that And ornament. the photo usually not like you can tell it's not a genuine smile. Like kids just can't smile for cameras. Like, you know, you, you got... Yeah. Chase, Chase. <laughs> One of my favourite Christmas memories is reading under the Christmas tree. And um, if you have gotten this far in the episode, comment down below on my recent Instagram photo um, what my favourite Christmas memory is and I will reply to it. Every year when we put up the Christmas tree, that night we would get all the Christmas books out, which I would kind of keep separately, all the book stories about Santa. And we would lay under the Christmas tree with the lights and we would we would read Christmas I books. I still remember that how magical it was. Oh. Like as a kid, reading books, picture books especially, like it felt like the pictures came alive and like they were like, you know, moving on the page and just... Just the, under the warm Christmas light. Yeah, glistening. Oh, it was so nice. Yeah. And now we can't fit under the Christmas tree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so in primary school, um, I don't know, I feel like a lot of Aussie kids had this and it was like, you know, carols um, on like your playground, like your your field at school so like the whole school would come and we'd bring out picnic blankets and we'd have a stage and every class would sing a song yeah and, and they'd, they'd spend like way too much of like quality time we should be learning learning this like christmas song <laughs> and also the choreography that went along with it oh it had to be prime yeah it had to be hand prime. movements same four hand movements throughout the whole thing but somehow five-year-olds still can't get it right there was always one kid that was <laughs> three counts behind yeah or just wasn't interested and the other kid the one kid that like knew she got him like down pat that everyone else was just copying like (laughs) you know the overachiever overachiever (laughs) who's like yes everyone's looking at me i gotta get this right (laughs) girls i feel like we should talk about my favorite christmas movie love actually and the year when lily was about 10 or 11 and i said Lily, sit down with mum and watch my favourite Christmas movie. And she sat down and I had... I was 10. I had totally forgotten the first scene of that movie. And for people listening out there, you might know this scene where the two people were extras on... The two people were humping each other with clothes on. No, with no clothes on. They're, They're actually nude. You were horrified. Oh, my God, Mum, why are you making me watch this? (laughs) The rest of the movie is pretty PG. I think it is actually rated PG. But the very first opening scene is that guy and girl with no clothes on pretending to have sex because they were the... They were actors. They were actors. They were the Body doubles. Body doubles, yes. (laughs) That's so... That is such a parenting fail. It was. That was one of my biggest fails. Oh, my God, Scarra for life. Why don't you? It really did. That is just something you do, Mum. Let's sit down and watch this. She, she wouldn't watch it for like six years. Yeah. I, I, I love either. that movie now though. But oh, I, I don't – rom-coms, I can't do it unless it's sex education. That, yeah, that show. is funny. That is, that is really great. You know the season three is coming out too? <gasps> oh. Very exciting. Okay. We could all watch it together. No. Mm. No. 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 Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> I think my favourite Christmas movie would have to be The Grinch. It's just timeless. <laughs> it's cute. Jim Carrey, he was in makeup for six hours every day just to get that face on. Yes, Every yes. day. And he, he said that apparently it was something like a Rubik's cube that kept him um, busy throughout that because he couldn't he had to stay still uh, and he would would do something like that to otherwise he was going to lose his mind. Go insane! Imagine sitting there for six, six hours. hours. Wow! Jeez. Every day. That's dedication. Mm. And he's sweating it. <laughs> I just my favorite scene is the <laughs> five o'clock. Wallowing self pity. I'm booked. <laughs> <laughs> Six o'clock. Like, wallowing myself, loathing. Yeah. 
<laughs> What's your favorite Christmas movie, George? Um, I was gonna say The Grinch because I just love Jim Carrey and yeah. just about how amazing he did. I've I've watched the bloopers recently on YouTube. I didn't even know there was bloopers, and one of the funniest. <laughs> <laughs> there was all the all the who's had these prosthetic noses on i think everyone remembers what they look like and i remember jim carrey <laughs> leaning over because he forgot his line everything was silent he leant over he just went honk like chomped his nose off pulled it off and went and like <laughs> but stayed in character through the whole thing one of the and best bloopers one of the best there. bloopers ever and it was one of those things where you're like, i wish that could have stayed in the movie because it was so perfect with the scene everyone kind of stayed silent and then afterwards everyone was just losing it and oh it was so funny but i just thought my god the makeup team was probably hating him yeah i gotta put that back on for six hours <laughs> yeah you know one of my other favorite christmas movies home alone ha- how did you know? <laughs> I love Home Alone. Home Alone. I love that when yeah, that's they one. forget the kid. You know that's, what? That's something I would do. Me and Dad have been doing puzzles recently. Dad and I, I've been listening to your podcast. You two say, me and Dad, me and Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like now's the time to correct you. Oh, she has to publicly. be a mum sooner or later. <laughs> Dad and I. So Dad and I have been doing heaps of puzzles lately and when I say Dad and I, I mean me doing the puzzle and Dad sitting on the lounge watching the football. Um, And the other night, Home Alone was on and I said, Dad, can we watch Home Alone? And he said, oh, no, I don't want to watch me footy. Like, this is my space and you come out here and you have the jigsaw puzzles out here in my space. And then eventually I was like, Dad, I'm only a kid for so much longer. When am I ever going to ask, like, you know, when I moved out, when, when are you going to have this chance to watch a movie with me again? He goes, oh, all right. And then puts it on. Ten minutes later, I turn around and he's in the other room watching the football in the other room. <laughs> <laughs> so you can't say that. Dad has the same appreciation for Christmas movies as we do. I, I must say Home Alone scared me a bit. When I was younger because it wasn't actually like the the bad guys trying to get into his house and like, you know, take him or whatever they're trying to do or rob the house. It was actually what he did to the two robbers that freaked me out because I was like, oh, my God, they're getting hurt. Like, you know, they just he just chucked a boiling like bucket of water on these people. I actually hated watching people get tortured, even if they probably deserved it. <laughs> I was just that kid. I was like, oh, my God, no, people are hurting. And even I just couldn't. Remember that it was just acting. I love, Lily, how you tell me every day, Mum, I'm 18, I'm an adult, I can make my own decisions, but when she wants something, Dad, I'm I'm not going to be a kid. kid. I'm not going to be a kid for much longer. And that is what we call manipulation. Persuasive language. Language. Whatever. I loved when you were talking about in one of your previous episodes of the podcast when we went to Canada and we had our first ever white Christmas and you were skiing. And, and I ran did into George, a tree. You ran into a tree. And George Peter Pants. Uh, we did actually uh, go over this story in episode seven. Gee, thanks for spooky season. I really recommend listening to that because it was it's just such a funny story and I would tell it over and over again. It's one of those ones that would never get old. And I definitely don't want to make peeing my pants a Christmas tradition. And I definitely don't want to make running into a tree a Christmas tradition because I think I'll have no brain cells left by the time I'm 30. So we have talked a lot about milestones, things like that. I, I You know, I'm moving out of home soon. What's that like for you, mum, your first little baby moving out of home? Not to mention I finished high school in the same year. Yeah, it has been a year of milestones with you turning 21 and Lily turning 18, me turning 40. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Uh-huh. Nice one, you slipped that one in yep, Yeah, I did, I tried. Um, yeah, look, at first I was, I w- it took me a while to get used to it and um, I will miss you a lot and it's it's like 
moving into another stage of your life, another phase of your life. So, um, yeah, at first I was pretty sad. Now I'm just genuinely excited for you. I'm really excited to help you set up your place. And look, she's only 15 minutes away. Mm. I feel like she's going to be home lots. We're already planning which night are you going to come around for dinner. Mm. I'm just going to, you know, call in. You know, yeah. I'm away home from work. Of course. Of course. Oh, for a cuppa. Yeah. Calling her a cuppa. Like I do with my mum. Yes. So, look, we, I think it's time. We fight a lot. And yeah, we do. We rip each other's hair out. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, think, I think it'll be good. I think it'll be good for our relationship. I love yes. it how she hasn't even moved out yet, though, and you're already putting in strategies for her to come back. Yeah. Like, Georgia <laughs> was talking about moving um, to a gym that was closer to her house, and mum goes, oh, but you could just go to the gym that's, you know, near our house and then, you know, visit us on the way home. <laughs> and I'm just like, mum, she hasn't even moved out yet, and you're already yeah. getting empty nest syndrome. But I will say mum, mum has helped with moving out with me moving out so much like I couldn't have done it without her I like I feel like I'm an adult in a like a child's mind I some things like that I just don't have the maturity and I don't have like the life skills and mum mum's helped me so much and I really appreciate that and I thank her a lot for that oh gee thanks kisses So now we're going to jump into some fanfare questions. And here's a spoiler for any parents out there who may have younger children listening. You may not want to listen to this part. First question is, when did you find out Santa wasn't real? Mum, you take this one away. Your story is very interesting. My story, it's traumatic to this day. My second class teacher, so I was like six or seven, I fully believed in Santa. She sat us down on the last day of school and she said, children, you're all old enough to know now that Santa's not real. It's your mum and dad. And I was so shocked. I cried all the way home in the days when you walked home from school. I <laughs> cried all the way home and I told my mum and dad and they couldn't, they couldn't believe it. But it was also the days where nobody complained about the teacher. So, yeah, it, it was really traumatic. I also have a confession to make for anyone listening there. One of my biggest parenting fails, besides the Love Actually movie when you were 10, Lily, from about the age of six or seven, was really suspicious about Santa. And she'd say, it's the same sticky tape that's on the Santa presents and on the presents. You're really Santa, aren't you, Mum? No, no, no. Every year there was some suspicion around who was really Santa or what, what was happening with Santa. So I thought that she knew from a young age, you know, that Santa might not be real. When you were in year four and you were nine or ten and you'd been doing this for years, it was just before Christmas and it was your friend Mackenzie's birthday (laughs) and I said, and you had a present to take to school and I said, just get the wrapping paper from up in that cupboard and she pulled down what I call the Santa paper that must have been left from the year before, the roll of paper that said ho, ho, ho and she came out with it and she said, I knew it, I knew it mum, you're really Santa, this is the Santa paper. And I just thought, oh, she knows. And I said, she said, are you Santa? And I was like, well, yeah. She burst into <laughs> tears and she's like, why would you tell me that? I'm just a little girl. Why Don't you say t- that. You said, I'm oh just a little girl. You pushed why? and pushed she, and pushed. Why would and you tell me that? made her feel like you already knew. <laughs> and like, can you imagine the guilt that you put on mum? Oh, like, it's not fair. I still feel so bad. And she was like, she cried. She, we were late for school. We didn't go to school till 10 o'clock that day because you <laughs> cried so much. You're on your bed crying. Then she said, 
what about the Easter Bunny? So then I tried to redeem myself. I'm like, oh, the Easter Bunny's real. And then I think she thought, Mum, if Santa's not real and that's a person, how's this rabbit real? I didn't care about the Easter Bunny not being real. I cared about the fairies not being real. The fairies. Yeah, the fairies. I took the fairies hardest. You did take the fairies hard. (laughs) And then what about when you said, but there's reindeer because they eat the oats every year. So where we live, I'm thinking maybe we have rabbits that eat or hares or something that eat the oats because they're always gone in the morning. And so I'm going, yes, yep, yep, that's right. How <laughs> how would the – I was clinging, I was grasping at straws for you still to, to believe. I said, yes, the reindeers are real. So then I've got this image of these reindeers <laughs> flying around the world <laughs> towing an empty sleigh because Santa's <laughs> not real but the reindeers are real. But I, anyway. I want to publicly say I'm I'm sorry, Lil. It's all right. I'll forgive you. It has been 11, 12 years now. So, so Mum, what are me and George's worst habits? Um, there's so many. I don't think we've got time. But not picking up after yourselves, not not closing drawers. Right. Not closing drawers is Georgia. Yeah, that mm. is Georgia. Solely. Uh, arguing back, um, not putting dirty clothes in the hamper, even right, though the hamper's question. right there. Next question. Um what is our favourite thing about our parents, George? My favourite thing about mum is just how caring she is, even though she can be a little pushy sometimes. So I know pushy. I know she's <laughs> she's doing it for you know, to out be a protective mum out of love. And I I really admire her determination for others and she always puts others first and especially me and Lily. And that's something that I we, we don't we we sometimes take for granted and that's something I really love about yeah. you, Mum, and I, I need to, you know, still work on that. <laughs> Thank you. I'm just appreciative of all the things you do for us and you just support us with every and any decision we make. Um, You've always supported me when I was little and I did dancing and you came to every competition and our work and you support us with YouTube and honestly we would not be where we are today without you and Dad. Thank you. Yep. (laughs) Ditto. And that brings us to the end of the episode. I'm so, so excited for Christmas. I can't wait. Mum, thank you so much for coming on this podcast. I really felt the family vibes. I loved it. Thanks for having me. And we will see you in the new year. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. G-Thanks is a Spotify original podcast hosted by Georgia and Lily Grace, created in collaboration with Amplify. Our executive producer for Spotify is Leah Harris, and for Amplify, our producer is Michelle Melky. Original music by Tamara Violet Partridge, and our show is recorded and mixed at Amplify Studios. Follow Follow and listen listen for free only on Spotify. Spotify.